This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Kia ora, I'm Hugh and you're listening to my quasi-weekly podcast, Hugh's Featured Tracks. This is a look back at the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on the Manawatu People's Radio, Te Reo Irirangi Ongatangata o Manawatu. Without further ado, let's hear the first of those tracks. Christchurch's Yumi Zuma are one of those bands who've been kind of flitting around the edge of my consciousness for a while. Um, We have a number of their tracks on air. I'm pretty sure I've featured tracks from them before, but they've never quite kind of had a coherent uh, sonic identity in my head. Um, So when there was a new track from them on the new tracks compilation and i liked it um i was compelled to go and uh do some looking up on the internet and actually find some stuff out um i've talked a bit about the uh, concept of the like pandemic album or pandemic project these guys are um you could call them in some ways a disaster project which sounds awful but bear with me I, I promise the story goes somewhere basically they're a collection of four people christy simpson josh, Bur- josh burgess charlie Ryder, and olivia campion um who knew each other through kind of being in associated musical scenes in christchurch but they didn't kind of come together as a band until multiple members moved abroad and they were communicating via email um in the aftermath of the christchurch earthquake um at which point those kind of conversations turned into collaborations they started putting together some of their early material and this gained attention within the music blogosphere and got them signed before they had actually ever held an in-person band practice let alone played live since then they've been going from strength to strength they have released um a couple of eps three eps i think and uh, as many albums since 2014 um they have a new album which is out now i think it came out on the 18th of march it's called present tense although if you uh, google the uh, song that i'm about to share called where the light used to lay you will find the album under that name as well so things appear to be a little confused um that may just be google auto filling um information from sources without checking it who knows anyway uh they have a new album whichever of those two names it has which came out on the 18th of march so it is very new um and the song that i'm going to play for you from it is called where the light used to lay whatever the album is called uh the thing about it is that I was immediately taken with how kind of clear 
and coherent the sound of it was often with like alt pop or indie rock the tendency is to to kind of deliberately clutter or obscure things and this is a, a remarkably transparent sounding track which is an odd thing to praise it for i suppose unless you're a, a sound engineering nerd um in the way that i am however uh, it's also a lovely bittersweet song about kind of trying to disentangle yourself from uh, a relationship that's turned out to be not what you wanted um of the song and its genesis all of the band members uh did an interview where they talk about how um at the beginning of the process of recording this album they were all in long-term relationships and by the end of it uh only one of them uh, only one of those relationships was still extant uh, to which they say thanks covid um so you know truth and art all of that stuff if you like the sound of this song you can find it uh i will as always recommend that you go via their bandcamp page that's yumi y-u-m-i zuma z-o-u-m-a dot bandcamp.com and the album on the bandcamp page is called present tense so let's just assume that google got it wrong in the meantime though here is yumi zuma from the march new tracks compilation with the song where the light used to lay i'm getting stuck taking a break yeah, i'm leaving baby i can't take it i've had
I have been really, really enjoying the singles coming out of this new Don McGlashan album, Bright November Morning. If you hadn't guessed by how many of them I've featured, I think he has got every single one that he's put out from this album uh, on this uh, on the featured music spot. Uh, the album has been out since late February. It came out on the 25th, and there is a new single on the new tracks compilation for March. Um, it's called All the Goodbyes in the World. Um, now that the album is out, I can tell you some interesting things about the album just quickly before we get to the song itself. Um, this uh, album, Bright November Morning, features uh, a band called The Others, um, which on this particular uh, album consists of uh, Don himself, James Duncan, Chris O'Connor and Shane P. Carter of uh, some note in New Zealand music uh, on lead guitars and backing vocals. Um, also guest appearances from Anita Clark, Emily Fairlight, Holly Smith and all of the Beths, um, which is pretty cool um, on, on various songs, those, uh, those contributors. The song itself, uh, All the Goodbyes in the World, comes from the sort of, I guess I'd call it like magical realist rather than science fictional conceit of a man walking around his house and discovering that he has all of the goodbyes in the world um, in his cupboards. Um, there's actually an interesting uh, note from Don McGlashan about the song. Um, he says uh, a while back he was working on a song with Luke Buda of the Phoenix Foundation and he came up with a riff and chords that they both liked but they didn't actually end up using for anything. Um, fast forward a few months and Luke gets in touch to say the riff's still kicking around why don't you write some lyrics and a tune for it um, which is where the, at the point where he, he dug out a journal and discovered this concept of the man opening a cupboard and coming across all the goodbyes in the world um, he says also left to his own devices he might have gone for a minor key setting it is after all somewhat of a melancholic idea but instead he's gone with this he's used this sunny riff and major key chords which he says makes the whole thing strangely cool but don't let Luke Buddha hear that he said that anyway uh I like the song a lot, as with all of the other stuff from Bright November Morning. Um, it's got the bits that I like most from um, Don's Mutton Birds era in terms of the sound on a lot of the songs. There's a really kind of straightforward rock and roll band sound uh, on a lot of the songs, and a lot of the kind of abstract guitar noise that I was hearing on the previous singles makes some sense now that I realise that it's uh, Shane Carter on uh, lead guitar on this one that's that's always been kind of um, a strong part of his wheelhouse um, by his own by his own account as well if you uh, read his book Dead People I Have Known he, he talks a bit about his approach to the guitar in there and uh, it's definitely always been more on the what interesting noises can I make um, rather than how do I master this particular scale anyway uh as I say, I like this song a lot. I hope you do too. If you do, you can find the album for uh, 25 of your human dollars, I believe, at donmcglashan.bandcamp.com. It's also on every conceivable streaming platform. Uh, and there is a video for it on YouTube as well. So, you know, what's holding you back? Go forth, 
and to check out the thing. Uh, right now, though, here is the song All the Goodbyes in the World.
today's featured artist is uh, a person I'd never heard of who I just heard and immediately liked. Such is the joy of being signed up to receive the new tracks compilations. You get these things. They're neat. Her name is Josette. That's her actual name, although apparently she goes by Josie most of the time. Uh, She is from Christchurch. She's had a single already uh, called One Shot, which somehow passed me by. I'm not sure uh, if it maybe just didn't come through on the new tracks or maybe it did and this one didn't catch my ear in in, in quite the same way anyway uh she's had this single called one shot already um and she's got one on the new tracks compilation for march which is called comfort show um comfort show ironically is a step out of uh josette's comfort uh comfort zone um as she experiments with rapping and also doing um I don't know if it's staged or if it's a live in studio thing, but there's a thing that used to happen, um, particularly on kind of blues and R and B records back in the fifties and sixties, where uh, the lead singer would kind of yell instructions to the musicians or or have back chat with people, and it would be kind of in the course of the song. Um, and she has a, a thing like that with the drummer. Um, she kind of directs him to do various stuff uh, to to fill out a drum solo in the middle of the song. It, it feels slightly stagey in this case, but it's kind of charming. Um, the music itself is very much kind of contemporary R&B. Um, big drums, very silky vocals, uh, and, and a very kind of, you know, contemporary but cruisy mood. Um, I hope you dig it. I kind of do. Uh, it's in various places, Josette appears to be a, a rising star, so your chance of tracking down her stuff is pretty good if that appeals to you. Right now, here she is with Comfort Show. The Kereru, or more commonly known as the New Zealand Pigeon. And isn't love important? <laughs> <laughs> Only the finest grubs and love. Come through one more time. Come through just one more time. Save in old advice. Those words are my Lame comfort show, but it's always on. 
Nice. Okay, now do something with yuck. Cool. Okay, now go crazy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now let's play the rest of the song. Let's go. noted before New Zealand is a small place in terms of uh, music scenes one of the effects of this is that if you scratch a new act who are you know not um, not newcomers you will find that they have been in other things and you know if you find people doing things you like chances are they've done other things you like I was drawn to this track because uh, initially I, I thought that their brass sound uh, was particularly kind of uh, lucid and transparent in a way that I found uh, very interesting. Um, often it's kind of deliberately like denser than the way it appears on this song. So uh, I decided to feature the track, which is a sort of kind of mid-tempo reggae thing. Um and on looking into the band in question, who are called Midwave Breaks, I discover that they are a two-piece-ish, and um, we'll get to the ish in a second, composed of former Supergroove drummer Paul Russell, who has also done a stint uh, on the West End as part of the show Stomp, and uh, a singer-songwriter called Bruce Conlon, um, who is in a band called Eight with him, um, who also plays guitar. So they're the kind of core duo. They've got a single out already called Lemonade Hand Grenade, which has been doing reasonable numbers on uh, rock radio charts for what that's worth um and that is much uh more of uh, a kind of like 80s 90s alt rock vibe particularly um i would mentally put it in like a pearl jam ish box uh more than a kind of more grunge ish box if i were wanting to put it in boxes um this song however as i say is a kind of mid mid-tempo reggae jam and it's got that horn section so this is where things get interesting for me because clearly these two guys paul russell and bruce conlon have been around the new, new zealand music scene for a while Supergroove was just massive 
when they were a thing. And so they've got a lot of connections. And what that means is that on this song, they have uh, a guy called Chip Matthews on bass, who is um, a kind of legend to people in the know, and the horn section from the Black Seeds, who are probably like in terms of the the pop edge of things, the kind of premier purveyors of a particular kind of, of um, reggae funk hybrid that mostly lives in Wellington, uh, if, if I understand correctly. Um, and what that means is that they've been able to kind of completely transform their musical identity between their previous single and this one. Uh, this one is as I say, much more uh, laid back, much more of that particular genre, and uh, everyone's contributions are just kind of lovely. There's also a music video for this song. Um, you can find it on YouTube. They took advantage of the Tauranga Steampunk Fair um, to get lots of shots of people in outlandish costumes standing next to Vic Victorian ironwork and things like that, so it's very atmospheric. Anyway, uh, this came to me via the New Tracks compilation, so cheers to New Zealand on air as always for that always a very useful resource so uh, here are midwave breaks with the others side <laughs> Slow down. 
You've been listening to Hughes Featured Tracks, a quasi-weekly podcast put together from the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on Manawatu People's Radio, Te Reo Irirangi Ongatangata or Manawatu. If you'd like to listen to the backlog of episodes for this podcast, you can find them along with all of our other locally made shows at our website, www.npr.nz. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.